0: Welcome to I Don't Want to Grow Up, the podcast where two guys who are too hashtag blessed to be hashtag stressed talk about how things were infinitely better when they were kids and spend an entire episode convincing themselves that they are right. I am Felix the Mood Ring Schlater. <laughs> and I am Jordan Papa Zanny Stret. <laughs> Did you think about that beforehand? A little bit. <laughs> I was trying to think of like stress stress ball. Yeah, so. I thought about it in the in the few minutes we had while a jet was flying over. I was like, what am I gonna say? <sighs> the so, jets in this town are, yes, a sound of freedom, but also a gigantic source of stress for me as a filmmaker, videographer, and I rely on that silence to make my money. And fifteen minute shoots take hours it's stupid i mean you think about shoots that have to deal with you know sirens or traffic noise this you have just like an (laughs) f14 three of them doing passes right above where you're trying to shoot it's a nightmare they're the loudest things in the world people don't realize how loud they are when they're just doing training exercises it's so low uh anyway you don't hear all that because of the magic of editing uh but yeah just know they're a nuisance Mm. and we still fight through it yeah they stress us out Quite a bit. Which is a great segue. Uh, First, I'll take the path and say, we appreciate what the military does. So, (laughs) uh, And then back on track, tonight we are talking about stress. The things that it does to our tiny bodies, our minds... And the way we look at life. Why is my why is my body tiny? Why does it have to be tiny? Jordan's, why did you have to? Why do you have to specify the things the size that it does to Jordan's gigantic body? Thank you. Thank you. The the massive amount of space that he takes up on the other side of the table. Yeah, I'm huge. His so, uh, gravity inducing uh, mass, my own gravitational field. I'm a, I'm a giant man. <laughs> yes, stress. Everyone deals with it. Everyone always has dealt with it. Mm. And we probably will always deal with it in some way. In some way, some form, some shape or fashion, but... And you know one way that I like to deal with stress? Tell me, please. Let me know. Sometimes I like to crack open an ice cold beer, which is... Quite the coincidence, because we happen to be drinking a couple of nice little brewskis right now. What are we sipping on tonight, Stratton? See, tonight, we're drinking Brewer's Day Off. Ooh. Now, Brewer's Day Off is a cucumber melon goes out of Cornelius, North Carolina. And That now, sounds made up. It probably is. Cornelius sounds like a made up place. If you live in Cornelius, I apologize. You I got live it from in the internet. Town. <laughs> I got it from the internet. It's probably a lie. Now, this is really funny. We, we usually try to grab some text from, like, a website mm-hmm. or or beer advocate or something to actually give you a a nice, thorough description of the beer that we're drinking. But we couldn't find a damn thing about Nothing. this beer. Nothing. So we just went to rate beer and tried to read through some reviews and tried to find... We tried to find one that was moderately coherent. Mm-hmm. So this is from Weihenweisen, why we- 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 mm-hmm. some uh, German name, and uh, it says... It's clear golden with a big old white head, mm-hmm. medium body, medium to lower carbonation, and a little lacing mm. that tastes is cucumber, melon, and brine. Mm. It's really refreshing after a workout. And now we picked this beer because uh, on the front of it, there's a gentleman floating in the pool on his back, hands behind his head, and he is clearly enjoying his day off. He must be the head brewer. He's got a towel wrapped around his head some sort of a face mask because he's uh enjoying a day at the spa i mean he is far too blessed to be stressed oh yeah and he's wearing a robe like a spa robe in the pool in the pool that doesn't make sense and he's wearing a gold medal around his neck which makes me think maybe this beer has won some awards if so we have not been able to find anything about it on the internet so d9 if you're listening maybe uh you know update your website you never know something People want to know things, and they want to read things about your things on the internet. Either way, it's a good beer. Uh, if you find yourself in Cornelius, um, sorry, <laughs> <laughs> uh, just roast an entire city. Good way to start the podcast. Got him. All right. No, it is good. It is briny for sure. It's very. It's a. It's a. It's a salty beer. It's a. But it's good. Mm-hmm. I can definitely see how this would be very refreshing. Yeah. On uh, a. And a on a hot summer's day. Hot, hot day in oh, July. No. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, look, i got to admit, a salty beer sounds terrible. Just just, just saying a salty beer just doesn't a sound beer. good. salty beer. If you're drinking it at the beach, it kind of goes along with, with just, it, right? I, I, can Now that I taste it, I know what you mean. But yeah, if yeah. someone said, hey, we made this nice salty beer, yeah, yeah. I'd be like, I would like to pass on that serve. <laughs> if you dumped all those salty french fries in that cold, crisp, refreshing <laughs> beer that you're enjoying. That. That's it. Yawn we it. We've nailed Let's it. Let's start a business based on that. <laughs> French fry beers. All right. So that takes us into the meat of our show, the meat and potatoes as we of like our to show. Say. <laughs> so stress as kids probably, hopefully manifested itself a little differently than it does now as adults (laughs) Uh, I I don't know maybe there's some kid out there smoking cigarettes and he's got an old timey tax machine with like the the pool handle and the clear visor (laughs) The tax machine. What yeah, it? the tax. Machine? What is a tax machine? It's a machine that does taxes. Oh, and you, it has a lever on. It has it? the lever. You know, the lever. This sounds fake. No, no, no I, I don't believe. It It was invented in Cornelius, North Carolina. That does sound real. <laughs> that sounds like a real place. <laughs> it's always on, um, like old cartoons, when the guy who's like tallying up like the taxes, uh, the taxes or the the total of something, and he always grabs the lever and pulls it. And it comes, it's yeah. like an old uh, register, an kind old of thing? register, but there's like ticker tape coming out of the top of it as oh. he's like punching in. All I can think of is the mask. <laughs> Jim Carrey is like, <laughs> you know, when Jim Carrey pulls the tax machine, the Weber. tax machine, when he wears the wooden mask that makes it him into a rubber cartoon character in the mid 1990s classic comedy, The Mask. <laughs> as kids, stress looked way different than it does now. I don't I don't know what stress looks like for kids in 2019. I, I have to imagine like that's are, different. Kids are way more stressed now. I, I, I do remember the first time being out of my mind stressed. Oh? Out of my mind stressed. That sounds strong. I went crazy. Killed Whoa. everybody. Whoa. <laughs> Started a new life and my name is now Jordan Stratton. I just went to a new town. I just married a new woman. I was 12. <laughs> Me and my tax machine just hit the road. <laughs> Never looked back. I, but I was twelve. I was in, I was in sixth grade, and just dealing with the changes in
1: my body, mm-hmm. and and no, in my
0: in school, mm-hmm. there's more assignments. You're having to keep track of things. People aren't holding your hand anymore. Oh. It's the it's the grim outlook of middle school. Okay, <laughs> and I remember waking up it's real life and just not having panic attacks, but just dreading school. Whoa, like horrible. Now, granted, I was. Horribly unorganized, and that was a large part of. It. I just didn't know how to do it, mm-hmm. and I still don't. But now I find ways to bypass that. Right. And uh, but back then, you know, everything is laid out for you. You you don't have a choice in anything when you're twelve. <laughs> when you're twelve, no. Are there twelve year olds out there who just have it together? They just know they just. I, I thought there were. I don't know. Every everyone seemed to have it easy compared to me. Huh. I had it hard. <laughs> was this when your mom was teaching you? That was fifth grade. Ah, uh, so this is this is after when you said when you bid adieu. Clearly, she did not prepare me to the, <laughs> for the trials and tribulations ahead. Mom, I got this. <laughs> I got this. And then Morgan Freeman comes in and be like, "He did not. He did have not. This. In fact, got this." <laughs> and uh, yeah. So it was just, just the generalization of school at that time that stressed you out? I mean, looking back, it seems stupid. But back it then does, back then it was always a I don't know where the stress came from. If it was from teachers, if it was having to manage all of my assignments on my own. Um, yeah, but there there just seemed to be such a big shift and I was I was not ready for it <laughs> <'cause, clears throat> until we twelve years old. Do you remember how you dealt with that stress? I, I sat in and, and cried. No, I meant when you were a kid. Well, Oh, he's crying. He's crying again. Are you stressed out? No. You're stressed it's out. It's the salt and the beer. You're stressed out. It's so bright. It it's the beer salt. <laughs> um, I don't I honestly think I just had to power through it. Like I I got See so you one of those. I got <laughs> you one of the, What does that mean? <laughs> oh. Oh. <laughs> Okay oh. okay oh right yeah don't look at him honey shut it down he's we're done of, here. he's one of those <laughs> he's one of those people <laughs> yeah I mean I, there wasn't much choice I don't remember I think my parents tried to help me they tried. I think we they <laughs> I'm just remember they bought me a bulletin board and oh, they oh, they put are gonna say a bullet they bought me a bullet <laughs> a they single said, bullet they just they locked me in a room and they yeah. said you get that book report done or there's yeah. always a way out Jordan." <laughs> Oh, God. Mom? <laughs> you can have this the hard way, and then they handed me a revolver, and they put it in my hand, yeah. or the easy way. <laughs> and that's when I found out I was a werewolf. Uh, it was a silver bullet. One single silver yeah, bullet. Yeah, with my initials engraved on the, on the tip. Like it was made for me the day I was born. <laughs> my mother, Kate Beckinsale, and my father, Kent. <laughs> Kate and Kent Beckinsale, my parents, they knew. Kale Beckinsale. That Kale Beckinsale. <laughs> my vegan father. Um, he knew what I was. Mm. They both did. But it wasn't until 12th grade when I began my descent to puberty. It sounds like the beginning of a WB show. <laughs> Everyone's weirdly yeah. attractive. Yeah. 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 David Boreano in, <laughs> <laughs> in Werewolf Middle School. David Boreano as a 12-year-old boy in Werewolf Middle School. It's it's me, uh, Jonathan Stratton, <laughs> as a middle schooler who's so stressed out. Are you stressed out too? And then everyone says yes, fellow middle schooler. Oh my if gosh! You go Steve back and Buscemi look at walks out. <laughs> Hello, other fellow middle schoolers. <laughs> All takes place in Cornelius, North Carolina. All in Cornelius. <laughs> that sounds like a made-up CW town. Sunnydale's got nothing on Cornelius. <laughs> Welcome to the first day, of Cornelius. Hi, scrub. <laughs> What's up, loser? He skates off on a three wheeled skateboard. Oh, they're gonna, they're gonna get it when I change, when I transform. <laughs> and then my, Mariano. and then Kent, Kent Beckinsale comes up, gives me a talking to, a stern talking to. Now, Jonathan, you know you can use your powers for evil. <laughs> Tracy Morgan as <that's> the principal. <laughs> you guys can't be in here doing that. Was was he around in the '90s on that scale? I'm sure he wasn't, right? (laughs)
1: So we would have known. We would have known Denzel Washington Washington as yeah, there you go. (laughs) This is pre Coach Carter days.
0: It's when he was the principal before he got demoted. (laughs) or Tim Meadows as (laughs) I would watch that. It's a a Mean Girls prequel (laughs) where he's he's Tim Meadows is the principal. Wow. I would watch this show. Any uh, this any producer setup i this is probably the longest <laughs> tangent we've ever been on. I just want to see David Boreano in like <laughs> in middle school garb turning into a werewolf. I'm, uh, I'm changing. Yeah, Dave, we all are. Get back in line. <laughs> no, <laughs> differently. Oh my gosh. Oh. Uh so so, yeah, stress. You're stressed. <laughs> But my family, uh, my parents didn't give me a bullet. They got me a bulletin board, mm. and uh, they bought me a calendar, which I never oh. uh, use. Because... Well, you can only use it for a year. You know that, right? You're not still trying to use it. Wait. Do you... Is this why you're, like, days late to things? <laughs> <laughs> sorry, guys. I thought it was 1998. My bad. I'm sorry. I'm so late. <laughs> you're like Michael J. Fox in Back to the Future. The package delivery guy shows up in the middle of the road. He says, we, we've we been taking bets on whether or not you'd be here, son. <laughs> that's you and your calendar. <laughs> Is that what he says? I and think that's, and that's a direct quote yeah, from yeah. that. Yeah. Hey, l- listen here, bud. <laughs> <The> bud. <laughs> I was going to say bub, but he wouldn't say bub. Bub, it's Wolverine. Yeah. <laughs> he comes out. Listen it's, here, bub. Uh, yeah, so my parents, they tried to Give me more tools to to organize my my freaking life. Get my life together. Was it at least like a topical like the calendar? Was it like Power Rangers, Ninja Hurdles, or was it like just blank? Um, it was something. It was it was something. <laughs> boy, <laughs> boy, howdy, <laughs> zippity doo dah. Was it something? Um, I think it was. It was just like the top. I want to say, like, the top movies or something oh. for, like, that year. From that year. Okay. Yeah. But it, it was a monthly calendar. It wasn't, like, a daily thing. So, it just, okay. I had to look at Shrek 2 for, for a month. <laughs> like an entire month. It's a terrible month. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> hey, you watch your mouth. <laughs> I've heard there was. A... <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, you didn't use it? I, I feel like I tried for, like, two days. Okay. And then I was like, this is more work. This is more work to, and it's it's stressing me out because I have to remember to write things on a calendar. That was my problem. Yeah, it's just additional things to stress me out. I don't I don't need to I don't need to stress out over being more organized so I can be yeah. less stressed out. That doesn't make sense. Why do we do that? What a great setup for an infomercial, right? Are you too stressed out by trying to remember to not be so stressed out? <laughs> By our Shrek calendars that we've crossed out the old dates on, <laughs> January Shrek, February Shrek Two. <laughs> Don't you miss the glory days of nineteen ninety eight? So do we. <laughs> I mean, where's Smash Mouth been, right? Man, I I'm trying to think back to like the first time I was like legitimately stressed out as a kid, and I mean. As a, as a kid your job is school. Like mm-hmm. that's that's your job. And I do remember the the stress that I had was 110 million percent my own fault because it's like okay, here's my homework assignment. I know exactly how to do it. I understand the curriculum. It's due light years from right now. Right. Which means I'm not going to think about it. I'm not going to touch it. I'm going to play video games. I'm going to go outside and play with my friends. I'm going to lie to my parents that it's complete. And then the night before, I'm doing all the homework, all of it, all the crap that I told my parents I did, that I uh, that I told myself I would not let get stacked up and all that stuff. And then you, the night before, I'm- Were you pulling all-nighters as like a 14-year-old? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Wow! Yeah, and the, the 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 it was it was extremely difficult because I'm not supposed to be awake, so right. I would be like the classic blanket and flashlight doing math homework. Oh, <laughs> it's not even like if my parents walked in and like, "What are you doing?" and they flipped the blanket up and I'm doing algebra. <laughs> right, right. right. <sighs> we were so careful. We it raised is, him so well. It is and so then... ridiculous how how much more pressure we felt. I mean, I I don't feel any kind any any iota of the stress that i do with my regular job yeah. that i did compared to school yeah. compared to home geometry homework <laughs> i do remember though for in my geometry class which i did horrible in mm. i'm terrible at geometry mm-hmm. algebra that's my that's my jelly jam okay uh g- geometry anything that has to do with spatial Mind, things shapes, stop get out of yeah, no, no no my brain it don't exist my brain don't do it yeah my brain doesn't do it and uh, But I remember when you did geometry homework, some days, not all days, just some days, she would go around and just ask you. She would just go down the rows and ask each student, oh. did you do your homework? Oh, <laughs> yes. And then sometimes she would just pick a row oh. and then she, she'd double check them. Oh, And so no. you never knew. So it, it, it was brilliant in the fact that everyone ended up telling the truth because it's like you don't know. You don't know. You learned the but rules of Russian roulette that day. It is. It's exactly. It was Russian roulette with geometry, <laughs> oh. which is the n- nerdiest form of roulette. And <laughs> just triangles being shot out of a pistol. Bagoo. <laughs>
1: uh, isosceles.
0: And he just invented two Pokemon. <laughs> Bagoo and Isosceles. <laughs> they only Bagu! fight it. His- oh. He's a polygon type Pokemon. <laughs> You're like, that. he's part. Pori- Ash, Porygon par- evolves into Bagoo, yeah. which is another polygon type Pokemon. Bagoo and Isosceles. <laughs> Sounds like a Buddy Cop movie. It's Detective Pikachu and then Bagoo and Isosceles together again. And this time it's serious. <laughs> oh, oh, but I, there was one day. So she would go down these rows mm-hmm. and she'd check. And I remember there was one day where. <sighs> I didn't do my homework but I can't risk it you can't risk it and lie and say you did oh no and she said my name and I said no oh and she said excuse me (laughs) and I said no did I what was her name I had to say it was oh gosh it was Mrs. Cox of course it was yep she was a nightmare (laughs) and I said no and the the wave (laughs) Of response that I got from my classmates, because I was in some some garbage accelerated uh, class with all the friggin' nerds, you know, like my friends, and they just total shame, wow. total shame. Someone had a bell, and shame, clang. Yeah. I had to walk down the path through King's Landing, and all the peasants spat upon me. Yeah, <laughs> except that one kid who had that weird disorder where he couldn't develop enough saliva. Yeah, so he just made the he just mimed the <gasps> spitting action. <gasps> pagoo pagoo <laughs> say pagoo. It was he was the Pokemon. I pagoo in your general <laughs> direction, pagoo. Jordan. And the one's like, awesome. <laughs> this is the dumbest. This is the dumbest thing we've ever done. Pagoo. This is the dumbest thing pagoo. we've ever done. My stress was always, like I said, self induced, and it was my own fault. Uh, it, and it's not like I put it off because. It's like, I don't know the material. Maybe at some point I'll take the time to learn it or whatever. And I, I had the time to do it, but I just filled that time with video games and hanging out with my friends and <laughs> <laughs> telling my parents that it was complete so I could play video games and hang out with my friends. Yeah. If I look back, you know, in elementary school, beginning of middle school, it, there was always the rule of you get to go out and play with friends. You get to play, with video, you get to play video games. You get to watch TV, whatever. When after homework's your homework is done. done same after same. your homework is done I remember I, I have vivid memories in second grade of you know waiting for the us to get released to go to the school buses and me me trying to finish my homework before I got on the bus to go home oh, dang. because I wanted the it's freedom to, I mean, it was like what is what color is the apple bagu it's bagu, bagu. it's bagu and then every answer is bagu <laughs> I did terrible in second grade <laughs> And- He's written Pagoo for every answer, Mr. <laughs> and Mrs. Stratton. We're going to put him in the special class. And uh, <laughs> Just imagining that second grader. Why greater- is this the joke we chose? <laughs> Why is this the one? This <laughs> straight jacket. Just- Your cell just has Pagu written 50 million times. <laughs> I don't even know how to spell Pagoo. <laughs> scratch with my nail <laughs> into the wall. Oh gosh, I, I hate, don't know why this is the joke I but I keep that I hate. That this is the one to. we keep going back to. I hate we it. Had so so much. many good David Boriano jokes. <laughs> <laughs> just, just sitting there waiting. <laughs> um, what were we talking about? Uh, you would try and do the homework, your homework, right. before you got on the bus. And then I got to high school, and the homework becomes more. It a lot of homework in high school. It becomes a lot like like in college. It's like read this chapter, right. It's it's stuff that can't necessarily be checked because it's about the honor system because, because at that point you're like, "Oh, I should be learning things." Right. I should be taking in knowledge just to know it because I'm yeah. going to have an exam, not just a daily check-in that right. you're doing work. <clears throat> it is kind of funny how much like trust that they 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 thrust upon High schoolers to the be trust like, Trust Thrust. Tr- <laughs> yeah. Oh, I know it. Oh, that that, that move was forbidden <laughs> in my school. We weren't allowed to trust. We thrust. didn't talk about that. Yeah. <laughs> One kid died. Uh, we weren't allowed. We weren't. <laughs> <That> <laughs> what we, what were you allowed to do? <laughs> trust Thrust. You weren't allowed to do trust? Yeah. We had to make room. Uh, <laughs> for trustees, the board, right. the board of thrusties. Thrusties. Damn it. Oh my! The board of if there's not a male strip club called the board of trustees <laughs> um, I don't know what to do. I think I need. I don't want to. I don't want to be. I'm looking at manag- the domain right now. <laughs> I don't want to be the manager of a strip club, but if it's not there then I have to <laughs> yeah I could just imagine don't google board of thrustees <laughs> when you go when you go You're going to, to get all the viruses <laughs> when immediately you, when you go to your high school reunion everyone says so Jordan what have you done with your life uh I, I've got a chair on the, the board of thrustees I'm sorry did you say thrusties? what what <laughs> I'm sorry but did you say what was, thrustees what was the question yeah I'm on the board I said on the board. Can't. I got a board meeting. <laughs> they don't call them lap dances. They call them board meetings. <laughs> looks like our profits are rising. <laughs> <laughs> Leave all this in. i That'll take it all. I don't know how to feel about any of th- Oh, no. This is all staying in. The no part of me is ever editing this out. This is the one of the best things I've ever best and worst things I've ever. Oh God. All right. I completely forgot what we were talking Easily. about before the trust thrust. Oh, you got you got stuck on the trust thrust? Yeah. Oh wow. It's um, illegal in 17 states. We talked. to <laughs> <laughs> So it's amazing to me that this the public school system, like just how much trust they put into uh early high school students, sometimes even like late middle school students, to just be like this is how things are. Do them like in right, middle school. Right. You like you said, you had those checkpoints of like, did you do the work? Did you do the things you were supposed to do? Mm-hmm. And in high school, it's like, okay, on to the next thing. And you're thinking, they didn't, they didn't check, they didn't check to see, did I just get a, did I just get away with it? Right. And then you do that like once, twice, four, five, six, ten times, whatever. And then you're like, man, I, I'm I'm amazing. And then, well, a, t- a test on what? On on when did we go over the? We've gone over this the entire semester. <laughs> I was supposed to have re- read this on my own? When? Okay. I see what's happening. I'm not, I'm not good at this.
1: <laughs> and that's, how just, that's, that's how they get you. That's how they get you. bad. You're just
0: bad. At it. And some kids, I guess, snap too and then realize, like, oh, I've got to be the one who's control, in control of this. Right, right. But most kids just don't, myself included, it was just like, well, you're not checking it. Why would I do it? Oh, yeah. because I have to. <laughs> but then that there's also a a divergence between the kids who realize it's not going to be checked mm-hmm. and they can still somehow excel on the tests, and right? Stuff. And, and for the and, most and, part, and then I... there are the kids who they realize they're not going to check, mm. and then they horribly fail the tests, and they're right. all in jail now. Oh, right. and well, you know, you, there you can see the obvious difference. There you go. There, there's a, a a clear line drawn in the sand. Wow. <laughs> um. Really, really astute. Which brings us to the uh, the current legal system, (laughs) this day and age. Uh, Reform is important. Um, And let's bring in the board of thrusties. Thrusties. (laughs) It's just that song. Y'all ready for this? (laughs) Quick story about that song. I was at a wedding and one of the groomsmen, uh, I think he was related to the the bride-to-be. And he couldn't remember the tune after y'all ready for this. And he's like, he was so pumped for the wedding to start. And he was like, oh man, I'm so, I'm so pumped. Let's go. Y'all ready for this? Da, 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 da. How does it go? <laughs> and everyone just stopped. No one told him. So the entire a, day, the everyone entire, refused. <laughs> the entire day. Y'all ready for this? Ba-da, 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 ba-da. How's it go? <laughs> it was so funny watching him trying to work it out. Did he ever get it? I don't know. To this day. I have no idea. To this day, he's still trying to figure it out. <laughs> he's are still at the are you all ready for this? <laughs> he's still at that venue. <laughs> so you, Jordan... Issued a little Twitter poll. I did ask you guys a little question. I went on the website. Uh, You might have heard of it. It's called Twitter.com. It's on the internet. And uh, I wrote wrote down some words, and I gave you guys some options, some answers to pick, and you picked them. So that question that I asked you was, what's your go-to coping mechanism when it comes to stress? I'm going to go from the least voted for oh, answer oh. to uh, the least least voted for oh. answer being the most voted for, you know, whichever way you want to look at it. So the least voted for option was just talking it out. You got to talk out that stress. That's the least voted for. You know that the <laughs> healthiest answer, <laughs> yeah, talking out with a friend or a loved one. We're all broken. <laughs> Yeah. Do you go and you you find someone you trust and you love and you say, you know what, man, I'm not feeling so hot. Let me tell you why. And he's like, man, that sounds really hard. How can I support you as a friend or a brother? And he's like, and you're like, here, could you do this for me? He's like, yes, brother, because I love you. And and uh, apparently this is a very hypothetical scenario because one person voted for this. Wow. One person one person's healthy out of all of them. One you. healthy individual. Well, good job, one individual. Mm. You're I'm sure you're doing that's that's Bill Gates. Just pick that one. They accidentally clicked that's it. That's how we got they it. They were scrolling past, <laughs> like with their thumb and accidentally tapped and said, Oh, I accidentally voted for something. Oh well. And then he continued to scroll <laughs> on. <laughs> that that's exactly what happened. I guarantee that's what happened. Number three. Cracking open a cold one. Ooh. Just like we talked about earlier. That's a lot of people's go-to stress coping mechanisms. Mm. You just put some alcohol on your head, and then problems seem to go away. There you go. It's pretty crazy how that works. <laughs> Is it healthy? <laughs> no. Is it good for your body? No. But you know what it does take care of? Problems. Not having to talk it out with someone. That you damn right it doesn't, <laughs> or it does. Do just that. that one person. Yeah. Mm. Um, but I mean, the problems will go away for like you know, and that that. Hours. Moment. Just hours of bliss for so many hours no problems and then when you're done more problems there's but more then cold there's also that's why you bought the six pack crippling alcoholism <laughs> we're not endorsing this we're saying it's out there we're just stating that was, facts that was 18% 18% of you have a crippling addiction uh, to alcohol number 2 here we go 21% voted for Putting food in your face. Oof. Now, I do this when I'm stressed. Is I that what you this voted for? When I'm not stressed, no. Um, but I do do it when I'm stressed. I, I do do. I do do <laughs> when, it, when I'm stressed. You do do when you're stressed? I do. Sometimes the stress shits, man. <laughs> you're saying that's not a thing? It's a thing. Yeah. Yeah. Stress poops. You got to do the, the pre race poops. I always had those. When you're ru- about to run a race, fear poops. Fear poops. My dog has those all the time. <laughs> I don't like talking about it. Number one, 55%. Here you go. Chose escapism. Boom. And then it, the, in parentheses, I put distractions if you didn't know what that meant. So this is watching TV. This is playing video games. Mm-hmm. Actually, technically escapism could be a number of these. Larping, larping. you know, sometimes you have to do some live action role play. There you go. It's so fine. Sometimes you're a plus one mage uh, on on your street. And the the cars are are wyverns. And you know, you just got to unleash that foam sword and take out that 1996 (laughs) Toyota Corolla. You just got to do it. Because it has the princess captured somewhere. Gosh, I'm just imagining some guy in full cosplay and a woman just pulls up and parks her car and he just starts beating (laughs) the hell out of her car. And she's inside uh... screaming. He's like... Do not fret, <laughs> dear maiden. <laughs> Sounds like an Old Spice commercial. <laughs> just uh, Terry Crews with no shirt, just a cape. <laughs> right, right. And a sword that's way too small for right. him. Yeah. He's I wearing- got this! Ah! And he just beats the car with up. his he yeah. throws the foam sword away and just starts punching it with his fist he street eats, fighter style he eats the sword for its strength and then, I now have the strength of a sword I'm a sword we're a sword and then the lady turns into a sword and he's a sword and then the car we're is- all sword. this podcast brought to you by Old Spice <laughs> oh man Old Spice. Medieval Sweat. The all-new scent from... from Old Spice. <laughs> Dragon Glory. Straight from the world of Old Spice. Peasant Poop. The, uh, the bold new. No, it's strange how that one's not selling. Uh, I, I don't understand. Jerry, get in here. Get in my office. <laughs> so, yeah, 55% of people like the escapism aspect mm. of, I don't know, watching movies. Yep. You got Netflix. Yep. You got a billion movies to watch. You yep. got video games. You got oh, yeah. You got a bunch of little little podcasts, ch- little you kids, have comic books, t- actual books. audio books. I, I don't like that you cut me off after I said little kids, and I, just, <laughs> I said there are a lot of little kids, and then I couldn't keep the Think sentence we're down going. Here? <laughs> you got so many little kids, <laughs> and uh, you know escapism, distractions. Uh, was recording a podcast while one of us is not in jail, and the other one <laughs> is better as kids. Or uh, better now, <laughs> as adults. Oh, no. I voted for escapism. I did too. Yeah. I, I'm a full escapist. Now, I will say that uh, while, whilst, <laughs> I think it's whilst <laughs> performing yes. uh, escapism, whilst mm-hmm. executing escapism, I have been known to do. All the other three things. <laughs> if it's a super stressful day, it's true. You I know? will I will resort to uh, any of these yeah. options. Yeah. Um, but I do find myself because I I work from home, mm-hmm. and I I write articles primarily, or or different things on social media, but for a living, and uh, that means that I procrastinate a lot. Because as if any writers are out there, we're the most procrastinatory people. Ooh out there. Nice. Because and especially when I have so many things, there's no there's no human in my day-to-day life to sit there and be like even not even to reprimand just be like, "Hey, didn't you have a thing to work on?" Not even not a one person <laughs> to even make a suggestion. I will say the amount of willpower that you have during the given work week is astounding. Now, there have also been times when I'm like, hey, I'm going to see this movie. And you'll say, I shouldn't. And then like I look over and then you're sitting next to oh, me. Oh, hey. Like, oh, you've made it to the movie theater. I don't know how I got here. We're the only two people in the theater. <laughs> and But then there's days where I'm like, hey, I got off a little bit early. I'm going over to so-and-so, whatever place. And you're like, ah, got to do this work, man. I'm like, wow. I'm not going to push the issue. What you don't know is that usually those times, especially if it's at the end of the day and it's like, you know, four or five o'clock. And I say, "Hey, I, I have I have to finish this thing." It's that for the last two hours I've been playing a <laughs> video game of some kind. <laughs> so you just get started, you start that <laughs> momentum. You're in the like the eight minute rush of like, "Here we go!" So technically, and your phone buzzes. You are the person who is getting me to stop <laughs> procrastinating because I, then I realize you kind of sh- you 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 technologically shake my shoulders and say, "What are you doing with your you life?" Welcome. I've actually set up a if this then that. If this, 4.15 p.m., then text Jordan, hey, would you like to go to, and then it just picks something at random. Right. Yeah. It just scrolls. Skydiving. Something. Yeah. I like, uh, like, can't. Man, that sounds awesome, but I've been putting off this article for the last four hours. As you're, like, finishing your Sombra game. <laughs> 46 hacks? Woo! What? Gold medals, baby. <laughs> That's the thing is that I I set goals throughout every day and I try my darndest to meet those goals because if I don't, um, I don't get money. Boom. And speaking of getting money, that is one of the things that we now as adults, unfortunately, have to pursue on the daily. Yes. We got to do those jobs. We got to go to works. We got to wake up when the alarm clock tells us to. We've got to do what our boss tells us we have to do. And those things amount to a copious amount of stress for pretty much everybody. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Work is one of those things that just stresses people out. And I think at the core of it, people stress out over money. Not Silly, having, right? Not having enough <laughs> of it, having way too much of it. Yeah. I feel like money's the thing that it doesn't matter how much you have. Yeah. You always want more, you know. I as the, as a the great philosopher, I like how I said that like it was some kind of deep statement. No the, one's ever put no those words together. No one's ever had this thought. I'm gonna before. just you know just uh, <clears throat> I'm gonna spitball here. I think if you have mo money, you might potentially have. I'm reaching here, but mo problems. No, that's no? not no right. with that a Z. If be. I put a Z, oh on no, the problems? Z, yeah, okay, yeah. there it is. Okay, yeah. there it is. Yeah. Mo money, more problems. You heard it here first. <laughs> On Put a, slap a copyright on that bad boy. <laughs> send it. Some t-shirts. Full, full send. send. Straight to the printer. Idwigu pod. Mo money. Mo, mo Did I say problems? Wow. Uh, but speaking of trying your best to get mo money as an adult, stress now as grown ups is way different. It's so different tell now. Me, t- tell me how. Because <sighs> I don't know if I agree with you, honestly. So the, the self-induced stress of tiny Felix Schlater was very much my fault. It was procrastinating all of the all of the homework that I should be doing. But you think you think about what's at stake. It's a potentially if I if if I fail at those things, it's a phone call to my parents and a sit down and then a talking to. You gotta talk it out. Right. And then I'm and then I, I'm on to the next set of procrastination lists and things that I put off, whatever. Sure. Uh, and you know, I I do those things until I become an adult, but now as an adult, especially one who has a family procrastinating things like things that should be, uh, done for work or responsibilities around the house or bills that have to be paid, there's so much more at stake, so much more at stake. And so those things, if they slip through the cracks multiple times through and through, it's not just me who gets the talking to. There's potential that my family doesn't eat, or there's potential that we don't have a place to live, or much larger those, things Those little on problems. The line. <laughs> those little things that, you know, and so, which some is, people Which need. at the root of it, it's cash money. And I think uh, money can be a gigantic point of stress for most folks. And, um, you know, I'd like to think that we, we, we live a fairly comfortable life. We're, we're We're nestled right into that middle class, baby. Like, we're right in there. <laughs> We're right in there, um, yeah. I, but it's I, definitely not without its uh, its issues. You're right, and that, I think those are those are those day to day A plus B equals C. You you come to work, you do the work, you get the money. You really are an algebra kid. Do you do you get how that works? I got it. Now, now now tell it to me as a quadrilateral. Oh no! Oh god! So you His, start no, he's bleeding. At, the, at the bottom right quadrant of a the squared, no triangles don't have quadrants. That's, that's four things. <laughs> that's four. Oh my god. <laughs> Remember the Shrek calendar? What day is it? It's, it's Monday. It's Monday. What if you just like imploded and traveled back in time? <laughs> if you sent me back to sixth grade, oh, so God. help me God. You would spend the rest of your life hunting down Felix later to kill him. <laughs> your parents would be like, <laughs> who the hell is just a Felix 12- Shelter? A, a, twi- <laughs> a 12-year-old version of me just like sharpening a battle axe <laughs> on his bed. One day, I'll find him again. You have all the knowledge that you have. Now, but sent back, right? We're right, right. Oh my god, just gosh. in my 12 year old body. What a terrifying prospect! Man, we should start a CW show. <laughs> <laughs> David Boreano was in his 20s, The Time in Traveler's the- <laughs> Vengeance. It sounds like a CW, it show. does. It does. Uh, it's a sequel to A Time Traveler's Wife. It's a weird it's the sequel. Prequel. It's a it's prequel. prequel to- Before he met his wife. <laughs> He's just an, he's a lowly middle schooler with, uh, with a battle axe for some reason. <laughs> he's a lonely middle schooler with a chip on his shoulder <laughs> and something to prove. <laughs> go away, Buffy. I have things to plan. <laughs> <laughs> the timeline's so skewed. Oh, my gosh. We've ruined all of the lore. <laughs> all of it. Um, but, yeah, th- those are the... <laughs> to go way back, those are the day-to-day stressors, the simple, like, this plus this equals money, right? Right. But then we have the, the more abstract you know, if you look at who you are as a person mm. and where you want to go, you know, your ideal self, there's there's a certain level of stress <sighs> that, that, that people, you know, it, it's the big picture of I, I know where I want to be and I'm not there yet. And how do you balance the, you know, I know where I am now and I have a good life, yeah. but also I'm not satisfied quite yet. And part of me feels like that's I, I don't like that part of me, but there's also part of me that thinks that's that fire that makes me drive to do more. Right. Right. It's funny. Cause like I, I liken that, that drive that you just described to like having run this, this ridiculous marathon, which is the day to day, the stuff you need to do, the stuff that is your everyday responsibilities to pay the bills, provide for your family, whatever. And you get to the finish line and you're exhausted. And you've like collapsed at the finish line and a couple people are cheering. You've made it. They give you the, like the space blanket and the metal <laughs> and a banana that's not ripe yet. And then the, 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 the bottle of water and you're like, I made it. And then you look off in the distance and there's another finish line. And you're like, but if I was there, then these are the things that I would want to accomplish. So, you throw the space blanket off. Your legs are tired. You can't see straight. There's salt all over your face from the sweat. <laughs> and then you just start running in that direction again. And it's the people who have succeeded in doing the things that, you know, Frank, frankly, you and I look at. And we're like, look at the the life that they've carved out for themselves. It's because they're willing to after having run that finish line of providing for themselves and their family. At the end of the day, literally at the end of the day saying, all right well, now it's time for me to start carving out the things that right, I want to do. Right. And the amount of stress that that has kind of put on my psyche as of late has been so like, I know where I want to be, but I'm just tired. Yeah, <laughs> just tired. Because it, it it is, it's like a second job just yeah. to try to get to that next job. Yeah. Just to, before you're making money. Right. It, it goes back to, if you're trying to be you know, Mister Entrepreneur, mm. you know, I try this new business, and just how difficult that is to start. It's kind of like that—the whole mindset of it's easier to look for a job when you have a job, mm-hmm. but it's also so much more difficult because you you don't have the uh, the resources, just mentally and physically, to to right. to go for that. Um, but at the same time, it's it gives you that foundation to work on it. It's not like you're some starving artist <laughs> just trying to make it out of your you know your four hundred square foot Brooklyn right. apartment. Which you know, you, is also way more expensive than my current mortgage. Still is. So I'm, you know, I'm if you are out there listening to this in a four hundred square foot apartment in New York City, we're, kudos, we're impressed, <laughs> David. Can we come hang out and stay with you for a weekend? Because <laughs> we like New York City. Um, yeah, and it's it's funny how much how much stress that 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 carrot on a stick induces, and because it's exactly what it is. Like if I were to take a, a long hard look at where I am at right now. I've achieved quite a bit for myself to get to this point and I should be proud of it. And I am. I was gonna say, are you not? (laughs) I I feel like that can it's this weird thing that can exist in both spaces. That you can be proud of what you have done and where you are, but also still want to achieve more and to get more and not in a selfish like Asshole. need more <laughs> oh, yeah. must be richer it's not like it has to be like that but the yeah. fact that you want more for yourself i think that's healthy yeah and i, Just and keep I it have in perspective to, and i think i have to ride that line a little bit and then right. i i'm also very very much realizing how much the the motivation for these things comes in seasons and you know there's definitely seasons where i'm very gung-ho about it and uh I get home and I hang out with the family and spend time with the kids. And then it's like, all right, let's get to work. And then there's times, especially right now, at the time of this recording, it's like, come home, hang out with the, the family, spend time with the kids. They go to bed and then they go to bed. <laughs> <laughs> just just not feeling it. And I've found right. that, that when I try and push during those times – it just it's always met with resistance. And it's always met within with- Within yourself? With myself. Okay, yeah. And it's met with resistance within myself and then ultimately disappointment. And then that, that do stresses me out. you it? I do. And then that stresses me out more. It stresses yeah. me out that I don't feel this weird drive to go for it. I find that if I'm trying to push myself too hard to create too much just mm. because I feel that that fire underneath me and I, and I start to feel stressed because I haven't done enough mm-hmm. or I haven't been pushing myself enough- that I'm just creating stuff and it's not good. Yeah, it's just not there. Yeah, and so like right now, I'm I'm very much in that season right now. I it's funny because I I can see the finish line very very clearly, and I say finish line because I know that once I get to that finish line, there's another there's finish another one, line. Yeah, a mile down the road. But like I see, I guess milestone is a better a better description of it. I see the next milestone mainly because like over the past few months, I've been really carving that out and saying like, this is where I want to go, this is where I want to go, and then I got to the point where I'm like. Kind of just need it's to chill for a little really bit right there. now, and but right now I'm just trying my best to just just exist, which I don't. I, I have to admit I don't do very often, and I need to do more. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, you do your best to work for these things. Like, why not take some time to enjoy it, Felix? <laughs> like, what that is, is your deal? <laughs> that is one of the hardest things for me is just being content. Yeah, is sitting and just because. Even on weekends, I, I've been trying lately just to be, to put my phone away, like not look at my, I mean, I, I'll see emails come in and I'll look at them. But if, you know, my editor comes in and says, Hey, can someone grab this story real quick? It's, mm-hmm. it's you know, it's, it's really hot. It's going to be, it's, it's, this thing's going viral. We need to report on it. And I just, if it's a Saturday or Sunday, I just don't respond. Yeah. And it's fine. Cause I, technically I'm a, I'm a freelance contractor. So it's mm-hmm. not anything I can. And you know, you know that there's another do. editor that'll pick it up. Right. There's, a, there's a few writers who can do that. Um, but I, I also recognize that a lot of uh, who I am, just a lot of my personality, probably let's be honest, a hun- an unhealthy amount of personality comes from my work. Yeah. And so by the end of Sunday night, I'm I'm feeling stressed and excited to get back to work. Yeah. Because it's it gives it gives. <laughs> this isn't great. It gives things meaning. And <laughs> I don't like that about myself, but I recognize it. <laughs> right. But I, I just have to keep that perspective of there are things to be enjoyed outside <laughs> of of uh outside of work. And it's funny that I talk about this right after procrastinating and, and not wanting <laughs> But there is a difference between being in it and having, you know, looking at that that cursor on the on the you know that blank word document right. and having like nothing or just not feeling inspired yet and so you just kind of walk away and be like I'll come back when I'm feeling I'm just not in it yet right. um it, it, yeah it, it's a it's a different kind of mind space i guess do you think you when it comes to stress do you process and handle that well uh, I, I that's a that's a loaded <laughs> that's a loaded question there's because there's so many different types of stress i guess right I guess what can, can you be more specific? If stuff's mounting and you know you've got to get deadlines done, but then you've also got some stuff like with you, you and Hannah are trying to deal with whether you're planning for a trip yeah. or this, and then like whatever, like the the stuff's mounting, yeah. And you you're looking at this like mountain of of work that has to be done, both business and personal, whatever. Mm-hmm. And you're like, all right, end of the day, I've got to get it done. Like, are you the the charge through it or like a you know, oh things. no 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 I I am <laughs> I don't know when I changed because that's probably I probably would have broken down back in middle school <laughs> but now like I am complete tunnel vision the only thing I don't like about that is that I I blow people off mm. to get things done I don't I, I become almost like a like a statue of, machine I just become my, no emotions by the day is Jordan Stratton I don't know what, what country where is this from <laughs> Where is this country... What is this... Where is this being An aired? ultimate display of cinema. <laughs> it's the best movie I've ever seen. I don't know who this man... He was a He's a, a mere, Tibetan monk? A mere mortal but B- A bidet? day. Did you say... A mere mortal on a bidet. <laughs> and then by night, his bidet has been closed. And he gets it done. Yeah? It's a weird intro. This summer... <laughs> <laughs> Take a journey Don't. to see the cleanest butthole you have ever seen. So it's going into like a weird Black yeah, Panther yeah. direction. Yeah, okay, okay. This summer yeah. in Wakanda. <laughs> no, I, I think I, yeah, my yeah. butthole, forever. <laughs> <laughs> my butthole forever, clean butthole forever, and that's the title. There yeah, it goes. It's just the. the <laughs> What what are the claws doing? You yeah. just did the claw in motion. <laughs> Where are the claws, Felix? It's a motion sensor to turn on the bidet. Oh, and you, you do the Wakanda motion, and you get a refreshing spritz right downstairs <laughs> spritz. for a clean butthole forever. My king. <laughs> I'm just imagining the title written out. This is the dumbest laugh. episode we've <laughs> ever done. We got it. This is the dumbest one. <laughs> You know, you got to hit rock bottom so you can climb out of that hole. Sometimes, just saying. Oh my gosh! Uh, yeah, so I I get <laughs> to try to bring it back somehow. Uh, I I definitely get tunnel vision. I I I stress out to the point. Somewhere along the way, I found out that avoiding things when when things are really mounting mm. that there are going to be consequences. You know, if I don't get A, B, and C done, uh, I I absolutely get tunnel vision. It's, all about efficiency. Mm. That's when I, if I actually make a list, oh, you know things are serious. Same, I'm the same way, and <laughs> and for me, I'm I'm the same way, and it's a handwritten list, mm-hmm. not like not like oh, let me type this up on my phone so maybe I'll look at it later. No, it's like I write it. Mine's on my and hand, and <laughs> I I use a ballpoint pen. A oh, big on how, my hand. This is how crazy, like, when, when things are super... Like, I, I, I just recently went on a, um, a spring break trip with my family. Just brag about it. And uh, <clears throat> we spent all the money. <laughs> that was great. That was great. So, how, how was your spring break? Stupid. <laughs> <laughs> um, but we... I, I ended up taking a week, a whole week of work off, which meant all the stuff that I had to do that week, I had to finish. Before I left. So I not only made my list, but next to each of those items, I gave myself an allotted amount of time. Oh, wow. Next to those things. Oh, that is very stressful. And so like, because otherwise it's like, oh, I have this like transient amount of like, I could just spend forever on this. But if like a particular task I knew took me, say, an hour and a half, I'd give myself an hour and 45 minutes. Why don't you just do it as fast as possible? That's the thing. (laughs) I would give myself an hour and 45 minutes for a task that I knew took me 90 minutes. And then I get it done in an hour, and I think I was Superman. Because then at the end uh, of it, like, if collectively, say, the entire task list took me nine hours, but I got it done in six and a half, like, I could look at that list and be like, yeah, you, you don't know me. You don't know me, <laughs> list. But then it was done. But then it was done. Right. Otherwise, and it's, it's crazy how much stuff I can get done when I, when I do that. And, like, I should just do that every day, but I don't. But when I'm like under fire, under stress, I'll make the the that list, put the timestamps next to it, and I look at like the amount, the sheer volume of things I get done in a single day when I do that versus like a day when I'm not stressed out and I have my task list. It's it's exponentially larger. <laughs> I'm just like, if I could be that effective every day, oh. <laughs> Son, I think about that all the time. If I just tell sat, me, Dad. If I was now listen here, Buckaroo, Bud, if, listen here, Bud. Listen here, pal. Listen here, Coach. If I was able to use well, the that, word malarkey. That Go was, ahead. I think that was a callback to the Thanksgiving episode. Whoa. Calling my son, Coach. Oh, that's right. Wow, what a wicked web we weave. Hey. That's me every day. If I could just sit down mm. and be as efficient and effective as I am when I'm just in the middle of something and I'm just like in that groove, mm-hmm. I could probably be done with all of my work. You'd be every president day, of the United States of America. I would. I would run. I would be CEO of the Board of Trustees in a week. <laughs> just right there, top of the food chain, <laughs> thrusting away. If I was that efficient, I could be done before noon. Could you every imagine day. the the lives we would lead? Like, if we just spent, if we just right now, at the time of recording this episode, vowed for the next 365 <laughs> days, yeah, if we blood-packed oathed right now with with, <laughs> with our sabers that we used to open our champagne bottles. Felix just pulled out a saber out of his backpack. <laughs> Where did not you, how does the, that fit in there? I had a champagne party I was going to later. <laughs> a soiree. A uh, soiree. Yeah, a shindig, if you, know, if you will. Uh, <laughs> Why, a soiree is the fanciest party. You went to a shindig? <laughs> I, yeah. The, they, a shindig, they're eating crawfish with their hands that they just pulled out of the river themselves. There's a pig picking. There's a pig picking. Pig picking. Please, pickin'. please get on board. I'm not lie, that sounds delicious uh, right now. <laughs> I'm really hungry. If we. For the next 365 days on your Shrek 2 calendar, mm-hmm. were as efficient as we we were on a stressed out like list making day every single day of the next 365 days. What would our lives look like a year from now? I mean, that year would be great, but then we die like John Henry trying <sighs> to beat the steam engine. Like our bodies just can't take that. But amount. then elementary school students would learn about us. <laughs> <laughs> in their third grade class. They would, they would sing songs. <laughs> They'd write poetry. Um, <laughs> Stress. Am I right? But that's part of it. It's the balance. Like As much as I wish yeah. that I could be that efficient all the time, I realized that my brain, that just like I said, feeling that pressure to crank things out so quickly, so efficiently, especially when you're working in a creative field, it mm-hmm. doesn't work. It's so hard. Because so much of it, that, that's why you listen to different podcasts. Uh, Pete Holmes talks about how... If he's supposed to be writing something, like, so he, he's writing, you know, his TV show. Sometimes he just has, he can't just sit down and write. So he'll right. he'll go out for a walk and he'll be like, I'm writing. Mm-hmm. Or he'll go to the zoo and say, I'm writing. Yeah. Or he'll play Red Dead Redemption 2 and say, I'm writing. Mm-hmm. Because that's part of the process. Sometimes you can't just draw it out of you. You can't like, just power it through. Yeah, it. it doesn't work that way right. when it has to come from that creative, that special place. Mm-hmm. And so you have to do something else to generate that Right. It, it, yeah. It's it's like you know you're you're a wizard. You need you need a mana potion. You're you're completely depleted. Mm, you mm. gotta find the thing that replenishes you. Mm-hmm. You're the Delorean. You need garbage poured into you. Need, you. <laughs> I need. <laughs> I can't just run. I need sweet garbage. We're all Deloreans, and we just need garbage inputted into our gas tanks, <laughs> and that's how we output time travel. <laughs> we fixed it. Yeah. That's it. Let's that's, go back to Shrek 2. That's the, perfect, that's the perfect analogy of the creative. It's we're all DeLoreans. We just need an old, an old crazy scientist to dump garbage into us. <laughs> So you have a uh, little uh, little news time for us. Let's be honest; our news time is basically just random lists you and blog have a list posts, for us. and just different thingamabobs and whatnots that we find. Uh, on the That's what this segment should be called: Thingamabobs and, now and Whatnots. Now we're on to Thingamabobs and Whatnots. <laughs> <laughs> I actually really like that. <laughs> I think we should do that. Um, yeah, I, love it. I, I looked up an article on thecut.com, Ooh. which I never heard about. Until it was not time. about uh, men's men's hairstyles. I, that would be a great name. Or ice skating. Or that weird V muscle that I don't know how to get. At the bottom you, you, of your abs? Yeah, when you when it you wear board shorts in. and then the muscle comes up. Yeah. what is that a muscle? Is that a bone? We'll never know. <laughs> so I don't know what thecut.com is about, but this specific article... Was writers on the most outrageous ways that they've procrastinated? Oh, because let's be honest, procrastination—it's an outcome of stress, oh, right? Yeah. Oh yeah, oh yeah. You can't think what to do. You're freaking out, so you gotta, you gotta distract yourself. Uh-huh, like we, uh-huh. like we saw in our poll, everyone does it. Fifty-five <laughs> percent of the population does it, according to our empirically validated poll. We escape. So just get out of here. Out of these writers, I grabbed three of these <laughs> stories—just the fun little thing about bobs and whatnots. <laughs> And the first one is from Kelly. You know Kelly? Oh, yeah. So Kelly says, when I was studying for slash writing my PhD exams, I ran out of things to clean slash organize in my house. So I adopted a 12-week-old puppy. (laughs) I Am I Kelly? Are you reading my brain? (laughs) What if your pet name was Kelly? (laughs) Anyway, Wait, I wrote this. Uh, This is mine. uh, I love her. But this is without a doubt the single worst (laughs) idea I've had in my entire life. Then, after I passed said exams, I started a novel just so that I could procrastinate on it by writing my dissertation. Uh. There's no way I would have finished my dissertation if I were not using it to avoid writing the novel. Wow. Now, I have a big dumb dog, a dissertation, and maybe half a novel. Okay, this is brilliant. Yeah. Kelly, with the puppy, is onto something. You... You knife fight yourself. Yeah. You, you have straight to, up knife fight yourself. Is there something you don't want to do? Commit to something else that you don't want to do more. Yeah. And then and then you do the other first thing to put up. The second thing. Yeah. This this is a book. This is a TED talk. Kelly's a writer. She could write this a book. This is a Kelly talk. This is a Kelly talk. A Kelly blue book talk. Wait. Wait. Kelly blue book. <laughs> well, <laughs> no, that's a different thing. She... Cal... Damn it. No. Oh, okay. That's such a good name too. Yeah. It's there somewhere. We, something's gonna. Maybe happen. we'll we'll commit to naming something else, and then we'll come up with what this is called. <laughs> but seriously, that's brilliant. That's great. That's brilliant. Overcommit, and then overcommit again <laughs> to commit and, to the overcommitting and re- initially, and then repeatedly underdeliver on everything. Right. It's like going to a loan shark after you couldn't pay the first loan shark. It's paying off a credit card with another credit card. These these are all the worst ideas. You realize that, right? <laughs> if you're out there listening and you have never had a credit card and you have your first one and you're in debt, get another credit card. You heard <laughs> Nothing it here. can go wrong. <laughs> all right. Second story. This is from Caitlin. Ah. You know her too, right? Yeah. She's friends with Kelly. She is. They're best friends. Mm-hmm. The most outlandish way I procrastinated writing is by making all of the characters in my novel on Sims 4 and playing the game to the plot arc <laughs> of the story. <laughs> Marriages, deaths, affairs, fame, the whole wow. nine yards, only in simulation. Surprisingly, it helped a little. It gave me a better idea of where I wanted to take the story, but it didn't help with the act of writing. I had played about 12 hours of Sims and was so tired afterwards that I just went to sleep. Uh, I got no writing done at all, which I guess was the goal. I mean, how is that any different from like a scientist like, coming up with a hypothesis? Right. right. It's finding other ways to spark something. Right? Sure. Yeah. Good job, Caitlin and Kelly. The scientist. Caitlin, the scientist. Well done. (laughs) And lastly, we have Brian Phillips, the only one with a last name. (laughs) He must be made up. (laughs) Author of Impossible Owls, which I guess is about owls that cannot be. So, Brian Phillips- (laughs) (laughs) So, Brian, the author of Impossible Owls- (sighs) <sighs> I once moved to Paris so I could justify taking longer with an essay because I'm working on it in Paris. W- wait, what? Yeah, I'm not done. So <laughs> so if you didn't realize what I just said, he moved to Paris so he could justify taking longer with an essay because he was working on it in Paris. So someone, he was assigned an essay and he packed all of his belongings. I mean, not assigned. I'm, he's a writer, so I'm assuming he's writing it. I mean, he has probably has deadlines and stuff. So, he's writing an essay, but in Paris. <laughs> so, he, he basically added an right. excuse. Right. So, it's like my grandma died, but it's I moved to Paris. And it's not just I'm visiting Paris. No, I moved to Paris. Yeah. Okay, so, again, he packed up. He got a He got a pod. He packed all of his stuff up. Got a moving truck. Wow. Okay. Go on. I stayed in Paris for months. Experienced a total emotional breakdown. <laughs> did not start the essay. I was in a very rational place. Uh It was about UFOs in the American Southwest. Then while I was there, I was like, but maybe also about Paris. (laughs) It was not also about Paris. Why would he move (laughs) to Paris when writing an essay about UFOs? I don't think Brian Phillips, the author of Impossible Owls, even knows that answer. (laughs) Was that what he ended up writing was Impossible Owls? (laughs) (laughs) That's the title of the novel about UFOs in the American Southwest and maybe Paris. And, also Paris. <laughs> and maybe also Paris. He ended up writing Ratatouille. Like, it just like, <laughs> ah, whatever. <laughs> Fine, a rat that makes a guy do his job better. <laughs> but he really is an alien who was an owl, but that's impossible. <laughs> I'm Brian Phillips. Thanks for listening. <laughs> so yeah, th- those were nice little stories uh, that, that people are relatable, guys. Yeah. Everyone deals with this stuff. We all put it's it It's just off. a matter of do it in a way that doesn't ruin your life yeah. or make you move to Paris. Or do it tomorrow. Or do it tomorrow. Ugh. Just do it tomorrow. <laughs> Nike ish. <laughs> Brought to you by Nike ish. Just do it. Tomorrow. So we are, uh, we are at that point in the show. It's that time again. It's amazing how... Uh, I want to have a little jingle for this section. That would be great. Go. We're going again. It's time again. It's the verdict time. Verdict. I, I like love it. it. I like That's it. It's perfect. Let's and, just remember uh, that every single week. <laughs> and we'll make, forget. It'll be different. Next time, it's going to be a Coolio rap. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and We're going to
0: work on a sick beat. I love it. I love us. it. So, yeah, this is the part of the show where we take all of the collective knowledge that we've imparted on you, the audience, and uh onto each other as co-hosts and um we we decide whether or not the topic at hand was better as kids or if it's better now as adults, which is kind of weird because yeah. we're we're talking about something that's that just negative <laughs> that's that's the worst. So, maybe it's more so the processing of or just have the dealing of, so yeah, so so is it easier to deal with stress? Is my life more functional in spite of stress? Just something stress related? Was it better as a kid or is it better now as adults? I think th- this is a pretty easy answer for me All right, um, go for it. well i'm not I'm not in the fetal position in mm. the corner. Right in frame with whoever's filming me is the Shrek Two calendar back behind me with with exam written in red sharpie and a circle I know what around to get it you for your birthday this if year. If you can find a Shrek Two calendar, I'm a graphic designer, my friend. You can, you just make your I act like that's like a difficult thing to make. If somehow, if you can staple paper together <laughs> in defiance of God, if you can find this calendar, I was so terrible at managing stress when I was a kid. Now. This is difficult because this is so subjective. Right. For other people, seemingly everyone else my age was fine with with dealing with stress. (laughs) I'm sure that's not true. I was very unhealthy in my (laughs) mental health and state. But I I think looking back, um, my job now is not nearly as stressful as other jobs that I've had because I'm doing mostly freelance work. I work when I want to work. I can work where I want to work. It's wonderful. Mm -hmm. I do love my job. (laughs) I do also feel stressed over my job, but that's mostly self-imposed because I want to be good at it. Right. Um, That being said, stress now, something we didn't talk about, is it helps being married. Yeah. I mean, as, as stressful as some marriages can be, it's also the fact that you have a partner to help you manage things in your life. Hannah knows the things that I'm not great at, and mm-hmm. she can kind of carry that load a little more. And she and I know the things that she's not as great at, and I can handle those things. Right. And you kind of you, you're able to bear each other's burdens in a way yeah. that makes life in general easier. Did you just describe a healthy marriage? No, that's not right. <laughs> <laughs> that being said, uh, stress is is much more manageable just because there's so many so many tools at our disposal that we either didn't know about or just didn't have as kids so as adults dealing with stress going through the rigmarole of not dying uh. due to anxiety uh. it's better as adults boom there it is ladies and gentlemen Jordan Stratton verdict adult all right my turn take it um, away I agree thank you guys for tuning in uh, <laughs> <laughs> explain yourself <laughs> so yeah I think just the mechanisms that we were we were given as kids the, the tools all of those things that you described we just you know you're growing up you don't understand these feelings you don't understand what's happening <laughs> the changes um, and so you're just stressed out sometimes for no reason and I mean like relationships particularly with the opposite sex or the same sex whatever it's just like one of those things where you're like I don't know how to process these things right. and it's not so much the initial feeling it's everything exponential it's always exponential because what puberty is, is the worst thing it's, it's like op- your brain screaming through a <laughs> megaphone into your soul about how you're not good enough 24/7 it just it magnifies those feelings <laughs> Which is why, like every teenager everywhere, is just so uber dramatic, like always, because it's not their fault. The hormones just raging through their body. They don't know how to interpret the world. Everything worse. Yeah, and so stress is one of those things. That's the same same idea. It's like if something is stressing you out. Especially as a teenager, it's going to exponentially stress you out. And as adults, a lot of us grow out of that because we learn how to manage those things. And you know, I've met plenty of adults who still let stress run their lives very much, and it's it's unfortunate. But for me, right now, in this time and in this place, uh, the stress that I've known has I've been able to use to kind of propel me into different directions that have, it's ultimately made my life better. And just like you said, having, having a wife who's loving and caring and understands and knows when I'm stressed out. And I know when she's stressed out and we know how to help kind of carry each other through these things, it helps so much. So, um, I, I know that usually we like to, (laughs) we like to kind of be on opposite ends of this seesaw. One says, Adults. Then the other says, "Kids." We don't plan uh, that. honestly. No, we don't. So uh, stress is better as a kid, <laughs> <laughs> naturally. Uh, no, the the dealing of stress and the processing of it and the way you can help actually use it as a as a tool now as an adult uh, is is way better. Mainly because of just understanding, just understanding how that how that works and yeah. knowing that a lot of times these these stresses and these pressures. Are self-induced, and we we imagine a lot of that pressure for whatever reason. Sometimes those things are very, very much true, but the amount of pressure we put on ourselves—if you really take a step back and look at it—it's a—it's uh, very much put onto ourselves. So, yeah, better now as adults. Nice, I'll say. You talk about all those ch- 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 changes, yes, and uh, you don't know how to interpret the world and your <laughs> body and all these things and. <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's really hard I, I just I, I hope that one day there's gonna be you know new changes that we have to deal with when we're changing into werewolves <gasps> second puberty and we have to yeah now we're men yeah. and we have to grow into wolf men right and then mm. I mean will stress be better then yeah or do we just do we deal with stress by like gorging on a village of people so tune in next week to the WB as <laughs> David Boreanos stars in the all new hit show Werewolf Time Vagrant I will not be (laughs) tuning into that. (laughs) Hey, guys. Thank you so much for listening. If you like what we're doing here, do us a huge favor and leave us a positive review because it really helps the podcast out. And if you don't like what we're doing here, you know, leave us a positive review and we'll know it's sarcastic and we'll take that to heart and we'll feel really bad about it. So either way, you're, you're doing us a favor. I I will feel really bad about it, I will too.